0: Ready. Get, ready, get ready, get ready for the steakhouse.
1: The house. You're about to experience the fastest two hours in radio history.
0: With Steak Shapiro. And uh, I've added myself. The <laughs> show is off to a great start, I'll tell you that.
1: You cannot tell me- golden yeah. you create creative, sell one of your
0: children, it's not a big deal. Hey. Rusty Menzel. Everybody's trying to be dads and businessmen.
1: And Drew Butler. And now that she just won album of the year last night, think you can parlay that with some Travis Kelsey magic on Sunday. It's The Steakhouse. Brought to you by John Foy and Associates. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And
0: welcome to Tuesday morning on The Steakhouse. This is the fastest two hours in radio, my name is Stake Shapiro. That's Sandra Golden. So many nice folks yesterday wondering where we were. You screwed up our routine. We miss you guys. <laughs> Not that there wasn't a great job filling in. Who was filling in for us yesterday uh, over the course of the two hours? So, Fricky. Well, great job, John Fricky. But we love hearing that folks missed us and they only get us for four days this week. Yes. So um, we got a lot to get to over the course of the next two hours. And over the course of the week, the first weekend post-football. So, um, for sports talk radio shows and guys and ladies who just count on the NFL to deliver all their content, you're going to have to search elsewhere. Not a problem for us. It's nice to see you. Sandra, how Thank are you? Thank you
1: so much. Had a great, great weekend. We went up to the Highlands, I was telling you. What a great time to go. Now, I didn't realize this, but a lot of it's shut down because it's cold. But it was perfect for her husband. What do you mean, shut husband. down? uh Restaurants are closed, shops are closed, so like everything's a, closed. Probably like a
0: two month, three yeah. Month they're stretch. like we'll
1: see a mid March or so, which I totally get. But in my eyes, it was perfect time to go. We had a lot of good food, good rest. It was great. Enjoyed yeah, it's it. a
0: it's a beautiful part of the country and a beautiful also, drive. Oh, it's just so unique. You mm-hmm. drive up those 13 miles, mm-hmm. um, where by the way, a lot of great golf courses and waterfalls and and great places on the way up. You can stop, but then you get to this incredible town. The top of a mountain, Highland, North charming little little town. It's yeah, just good. I became very very close with the folks who run Old Edwards Inn because they were big Atlanta Eats listeners. Shout out to Richard Delaney and company. So they invited us up for a weekend, probably eight ten years ago to go see Old Edwards Inn, and we've probably been there ten times since. So. It's a very, very cool spot. What did you do on your actual birthday? That was Sunday.
1: Sunday, we went uh, shopping all through the town. Got up and had an awesome breakfast and had a good supper. But a whole lot of nothing. Slept yep. in we and slept in. Heard watched your- CBS Sunday morning. Talked to my sweet mom. Yeah, I was and- going to say,
0: your mom, was at the first? What was the first birthday call or text that you got? From mom. From mom. From my mom. But Not a lot surprised. of friends
1: and everybody reached out. I got off Facebook. So, you know, usually Facebook, that day in Facebook, you just hear from a ton of yeah, people. Yeah, that gets
0: overwhelming, and then you have so to go sweet. through, do I need to respond to everybody? Do I give them a little check, a heart, or something?
1: Yeah. But Boy. I got a lot of nice texts. You sent one. You're, I was texting with baby Sophie, because she and I are birthday twins. Yes. So it was great.
0: Yeah, it was nice to have <laughs> my daughter. Came what'd you do? Yeah, three-day,
1: what'd y'all do? Uh,
0: what did I do? Where was... Oh, Kimberly was in Nashville for a few days with NOLA. Mm-hmm. They had something going on, so... Maybe took a little tour of Vanderbilt, uh, by the way, as what well. What did she say? She said Nashville's awesome. So um, What
1: about Vanderbilt, though? Because mixed reviews when you go on that campus, by the way. Because the nicest thing there is the baseball stadium. I'm not kidding. It is. That football is not even existent there. God bless them.
0: She said, uh, listen, Vanderbilt's an incredible school.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Academically incredible, everything else. I don't know. It it uh, It's a little more... Northeast in terms of their mindset and their politics and leaning into um, a lot of that, a lot of the Ivy League mentality. But that was the first reaction I heard, right? From
1: your daughter?
0: Yeah, from my daughter, from the tour. If uh, if, if you were to
1: ask her today, right now, where does she want to go? If she had her druthers, any school in the country?
0: Well, let's just say that her initials
1: set up up pretty well
0: for her. That's so good. Yeah, Mm -hmm. or Jordan, listen. Daddy'd be happy at Georgia. She'd be thrilled. Listen, they're all amazing schools. Getting into any of them would be awesome. Going to a Georgia school with the Hope and the Zell would be great too. So we just, you know, I'm not one of those, like, there's so many great schools in the South, there's so many great schools in Georgia. Um she's looking in the northeast as well so we're we're grateful for her, however it plays out. Is she
1: trying to get into the prestige that is happening in God's Country down there at Florida State? Well, it's she's quite, a dancer. got quite the be- I'm not even kidding. Their arts No, it's the number school.
0: one dance school for, mm-hmm. for her. I know, I didn't want to brag but No, I mean <laughs>
1: You know, it is. I think you it need to. Yeah, we need. I to. didn't want to shame her; she didn't get in because I understand. That's a lot. See. It's, I mean, that academia. Listen, she has there. to be
0: realistic about. That's where true. Choose Vanderbilt. You're right.
1: Go for the young, the other schools. Vanderbilt. <laughs> so <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I was. She was out of town. I went to Clemson on Saturday. Two of my. This is and this is a. I've talked about this a bunch. It's a phenomenon, man. I told you, everybody in the Northeast wants to come south. So my two best friends, one lives in uh, Boston. One lives in Summit, New Jersey. Both of their kids go to Clemson, right? And um, they just worked it out to be like, hey, let's go down for a Clemson game together. And uh, they brought all their kids, uh, everybody convened at Clemson. And uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to come see you guys. So I spent a whole day at the Clemson campus and went out at Clemson and went to the basketball game. So that was fun. Great to see just uh, the energy of a college campus. Right smack in the middle of, you know, mm-hmm. February, like a nondescript weekend. That's What's so it like? Crazy. So we'll talk about that later. And yeah. things like, over the weekend, we'll do some of that. Uh, otherwise, kind of a sleepy sports weekend as we had anticipated, especially with the race getting washed out until yesterday, right?
1: I'm, I'm actually think it was a silver, you know, kind of a blessing in disguise because had they tried to squeeze it in on Sunday, it was going to be a wet, Kind of yucky night. And it turned out to be, Wow, right? Chamber of Commerce Day. Mm. Time to build the foundation of today's show with the Top
0: 9 at 9. 9
1: on the Steakhouse.
0: Sports Radio 92.9, the game.
1: It was an unbelievable race. And I'm hoping, stake, that folks that watched Full Speed, the NASCAR kind of docuseries that was on Netflix, and they took, I want to say, seven, eight drivers. Random seven, eight drivers in terms of William Byron was one of the drivers. Uh, Ross Chastain, uh, Ryan Blaney, who won last year, Denny Hamlin. It was a little bit of superstars, a little bit of, oh, who are the up-and-comers? Well, can I tell you, William Byron was one of the drivers they focused on, and he wins this doggone race. And I think I mentioned it's so cool to learn. William yeah. Byron learned in his driveway on a sim, excuse me, basement in a, on a simulator. He's a computer You mentioned that guy.
0: last week. I, yeah. I am – I was very close to leaning all the way into the NASCAR uh, series. If I hadn't gone out, way out of town, that was basically my plan. It was kind of like, just sit back and let's watch four or five of these episodes. Yeah. Ended up going out of town, as I mentioned. But I'm very much looking forward. Listen, as, as long as you give me great storytelling and I can learn more about these drivers and care more, just like the F1 series, yep, yep. just like the golf and the tennis series, just like the uh, Patriots series that's going on, just give me great storytelling and I'm all in.
1: Kevin Harvick joined the booth as well with um, Clint Boyer. So, those tandem is up there with Mike Joy. And that's an also an awesome addition. And they took you in the car. So, lap 192, when I tell you a massive crash, lap 192, there's only 200 laps. So, you're near the end there. They took you inside of nine different cars when they collided and how it affects the driver to the tune of one wrist gets snapped. And what happens and what the positions are and their headpieces head go up. Fascinating stuff. They have never done that kind of stuff before. So I, I appreciate you Let me just kind of brag on it a little bit. And by the way, they are racing at Atlanta Motor Speedway Sunday. So if you're kind of getting into it, it's very affordable to go down, spend the day. They'll let you bring a cooler in, bring your kids. You will have a blast. So there we go. There was 30 seconds on the clock.
0: Yeah, I mean, Atlanta Motor Speedway, again, one of the fastest, most exciting tracks. They've done a great job with it. And uh, it's the kind of a perfect sports weekend time of year for them. Oh, my goodness. That they're not really competing. I mean, literally, th- this is a perfect time for yeah. Atlanta to showcase themselves and the
1: sport. Brave Spring Training. It's the first full squad workout today. And as I told you, most everybody was there last week. And then a few yesterday. I think Ozuna was the last of your top, you know, nine in the lineup getting there. But the story yesterday was Spencer Str- Strider throwing BP. And has added a curveball, y'all.
0: I cannot hit curveball. Yeah. (laughs) Well, well, you won't be able to if it is as nasty as folks are saying. Because when you bring that kind of heat and you have off-speed pitches like he has in his repertoire, um... That's how Spencer Strider ends up making a serious run of the Cy Young this year. It's going to be sure. sick.
1: Yeah, Saturday is the first spring training game, 105, in Tampa against the Rays. The NBA will go back to work really as a, as a whole on Thursday. The Hawks aren't back till Friday. They will host the Raptors if you want to go down there. But the All-Star game was all the talk for all the wrong reasons.
0: Yeah, I mean, All-Star weekend, we have a whole segment on that later. Is it broken, really? And, um, and again, a lot of vitriol. Stephen A. Smith has a rant against the current NBA players. And, and listen, I, I think you're – what's the term? Shouting to – uh, howling to the Preaching moon. to the choir? No, howling to the moon. Oh, Pe- howling, yeah. Yeah, just like that, – that's nice that you're frustrated that it doesn't mean more to these players. But, like, it just doesn't. So, like, you wait, it's a waste of energy. I think what's disappointing is – that the dunk contest was as lame as it was, and some of the other things. The best moment, you said it. Was- oh my
1: God, was Steph and Sabrina going at it with the three pointers, and uh, yeah, that what was did, something. What did
0: Kenny Smith say that he took all that heat when he was talking? When he
1: he should he was saying that she should have been at the the three point line from the women. Like he made no sense at all. What was he talking Dude, about? I don't think
0: he meant it. I think I he it came off really bad. I think he was trying to say for a to give her the win. I think he was trying to be generous. She didn't need, that. but he didn't need to say yeah. it. she I, was I, awesome. Yeah, she did that, a great that job. That was amazing. That mm-hmm. was a great testament to two, you know, to both leagues. Really, I mean, I thought so. Anyway, yeah, but that shouldn't be the highlight of All Star Weekend at all. That no, should not be the highlight.
1: Uh, my issue is it's something that I think can be corrected. And uh, data our producer, brought it up too. It seems. Really unorganized Which, between the dunks, yeah. All of that is a hot mess, and it's really you have to be like short attention span but, 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 theater but, but for look most of us. Who's
0: in it? I mean, look who's in it. These are these guys that aren't even playing in the league, and Jalen Brown, who does now, I know why stars don't want to be in there. I mean, that was embarrassing as, yeah, a, as a guy that's a huge Jalen Brown fan. I was like, bro. That's the best you can do. And then time management was horrible too. Like I was on the couch struggling. I felt like it was like 10, ten, ten thirty before they got that thing cranking. Yeah, I agree. It's a little bit broken.
1: For they sure. just get a, a, a like a C for a C on average, maybe a C plus. Yeah, Trey Young you know, though, runner up in the three point contest. I thought he was super engaged with fans. If you saw him, he shoot, uh, some fan held out a hundred dollar bill to Trey. Said, "If you can nail it from here, I'll give you this hundred dollar bill stands, in In his the hands, stands. and he's and he's like, okay." And he's way back in the stands and nailed it and turns around does the shiver. Yeah, somebody
0: forgot to tell Doc Rivers Trey was actually on the team, right? Yeah, he played the least of
1: any player, just 14 minutes, and didn't get in until, like, I was playing the Where's Where's Trey Young, too, especially when I saw it on Twitter.
0: Yeah, that's not what he wants is to be an afterthought on All-Star Weekend at all, and that's exactly what he was other than playing pretty well in the three-point contest.
1: And last, this is some just tragic news. As Spalding head football coach Carl Kearney Jr. confesses, to murdering his girlfriend in Maryland.
0: Ridiculous. Crazy story. He was the
1: winner of the Georgia High School Football Daily's Class 4A Coaches Award, Most Improved Winning Team in Class 4A, both the 21 and the 23 seasons. Just a tragedy.
0: You never know what is going on in someone's mind and behind the scenes, and, like, that's the least likely guy that you think would be in that kind of situation. So, horrible story. Horrible story. When we come back... I think from a radio entertainment perspective, you're going to enjoy this next segment. I asked the question, has the Transville Portal tortured one of the all-time great coaches in history? I don't think I've heard a coach say this about his team ever, let alone a team that could be in the NCAA tournament. Wait till you hear this when we come back. Crazy sound coming from the podium. Steak and Sandra, The Steakhouse. to more of The Steakhouse. Cool. Yes, yes, yes. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Night twenty two, the fastest two hours, two hours hours. in radio. 9 o'clock hour brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration. One day treatment, life-changing results. AdvancedHair.com. Follow us on social media. Preview the show certain mornings we got all kinds of uh, fun stuff to look at, at Sports Sandra, at Steak Shapiro. Um, Day Day's got at uh, The Real. At The D. Lewis Lewis for Real. Real. And Garrett, what's your uh, Twitter? At GChapATL. There you go. Keep it simple. Follow us out there. I think I sent a tweet on President's Day just to kind of mess with people. And not, like I didn't give it a lot of thought, I named like here at ten presidents that I either respected or thought they seemed like good guys, mm-hmm. and I was like, it had to be my lifetime. So somebody of course berated me I didn't say Abraham Lincoln, right, or FDR. So I was like, that's
1: I- weird. Somebody had a reaction yeah, to react. Yeah, on I know, especially so me in politics. That is so so I was like, like
0: them. the Bushes. I like Bill Clinton. Obama did some good things. Ronald Reagan was great. Oh, you're not allowed JFK. to JFK. Oh no, no, uh, dude, you can't like, do that. So, mm-hmm people are just what like are you, crazy? losing their so i didn't say biden or trump i didn't what? say either oh right God. so so that just that just opened up a can of worms and i just thought it would be funny cuz cuz you know the conservatives and the liberals they can't deal with either, the fact that i had both parties in there yeah you can't do that so i threw that out of the president say normally the last thing you're going to get is a lot of politics so let me remind you normally you'll get like last night i had this big fancy dinner out last night cuz my best friend is in town with his daughter And I was like, okay, let's go to two places that are super bougie. We Went to Umi for appetizers and Chops for dinner. I know, a little obnoxious, over the top for a Monday night. So that's normally what you'll see. Like I just showed Day 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 my order at the steakhouse. How strong an order was that? Man, that was was solid, bro. That was uh, (laughs) on a scale of 1 to 10, easily a 10 plus. Yeah. So that's... I'm gonna do more of that. Good, you should. Then talk about Reaganomics. Is what I'm trying to tell you. So please don't
1: post about the (laughs) president. Yes. So I did
0: that on President's Day. Are you a
1: sushi? I I think I've been out with you a million times. I've never seen you once order sushi.
0: Well, we don't go to sushi restaurants. Yeah, I'm a big sushi fan. Oh. Are you? No. Yeah, that's why. It's bait. But why would we be out at a sushi place if you don't eat We've sushi? We've definitely
1: been at places where they serve sushi yeah. and you haven't ordered it. So the only
0: place I would go to a non-sushi place and order sushi would be Houston's up here on Peachtree, mm-hmm. which is gave a phenomenal job with their sushi there. But mm-hmm. otherwise, you know, um, when in Rome, you know, that's the uh, expression. Mm-hmm. So a um, couple of things wanted to get to. Sandra brought this to my – I don't know how I missed this, but I guess I was oh, – No,
1: this is so in your wheelhouse.
0: So Rick Pitino – We're talking about (laughs) sports documentaries, okay? Let's just talk about Rick Pitino would make one of the great sports documentaries. The guy is something else. Mm -hmm. Top of his profession, national titles, revered, then disgraced with his behavior at Louisville. Numerous uh, incidences. Not only that he impregnated... um, uh, He impregnated... A woman who went on to become married to a guy on his coaching staff, and he helped fund her abortion, and that became part. Not that. Sorry, not the abortion. Then they had the kid. I got. It, it was so sorted the Patino story. Actually, she didn't have the kid, but he ended up being with her. That was a big scandal. Remember, he had sex at an Italian restaurant. Listen, Talk it about it sounds a scene. like
1: a bad episode of Sopranos. Talk
0: about scenes from an Italian restaurant. He gave you one. He sure Billy did. Joel style. Then, of course, the scandal with strippers on campus at Louisville. Then he loses his gig. Then he goes to Iona. Now he has one last chance to be in the big uh, time, if you want to call St. John's basketball, big time. He started out the year eight and two. Been terrible since 12 and 4. 12 and 4. Big sorry. wins.
1: Villanova, they beat Utah. They beat, they okay. were impressive. Yeah. We were talking about them.
0: 15 por- portal guys. He mm-hmm. essentially says, it was Deion Sanders style. He rolls into St. John's and goes, You guys are adorable, mm-hmm. but you're all gone. And he goes and grabs essentially 15 portal guys. And uh, so he is an unbelievably controversial figure in college basketball. That's what he is, right? You don't coach Louisville. And Kentucky, right? Right. You don't don't have the scandals he's had and survive and keep coaching unless you're Rick Pitino. He's got the famous quote in Boston where he coached the Celtics miserably and he had the famous Larry Bird's not walking through that door. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door. But rating the Celtics fans that like, you better get a grip, bro. Like, we're not good anymore and that's just how it is. So, they lose to who the other day? This is on Saturday, I guess Oh, my it is, goodness right?
1: gracious. They had a 19-point lead.
0: And they blow the game.
1: That's exactly right. Seton Hall.
0: Okay, and lose to Seton Hall. So, here he is.
1: 68-62 at home.
0: Here's what he says about his team and coaching St. John's.
2: I think they're unathletic. I don't think they move well laterally. I don't think they're going to pick it up in the next week. Um, I think they're slow laterally. I mean, Sean Conway gives you everything he can. He's slow laterally. About five guys are slow laterally. Even even the Celtics when we lost, I've enjoyed every minute being a Boston Celtic coach. Didn't like the fact that we lost in that following year. But this has been the most unenjoyable experience I've had since I've been coaching.
0: (laughs) This has been the most unenjoyable experience since I've been coaching. I mean, how does a parent of those kids on the team sort through that? How do his players sort through uh-huh. that, right? Yep, yep. Other than the fact they can't move laterally. I think that's the theme, right? They can't move it laterally. Can't do it laterally. So, like, that's just not acceptable. Like, you put this team together with 15 kids that don't know each other. You threw them together. You thought you could contend in the Big East, where UConn is just the king, right? And there's some other great programs in the Big East. And he literally says, this has been... The most unenjoyable mm-hmm. experience. Imagine. No, he
1: doesn't stop. There's more. You should play the rest of it. All right, so
0: here's more Rick Bettino's same press conference.
2: Mm-hmm. No, not at all. It's not St. John's. It's my team. I think they're very respectful. They hear, but they don't listen. It's taken me a month to get them to throw bounce passes, actually, two months to throw bounce passes. Just thinking of getting ready for Georgetown because Georgetown could definitely beat us. I'm not even thinking of the future at all. I'm just thinking of the next game and the next game and the next game, and that's it. Fini- uh, just try to get as many wins as you possibly can and represent St. John's in the best fashion you can.
1: So they asked him, do you, are you having second thoughts about taking this Yes, job? And he said, no, not at all. But yesterday, a Newsday reporter had a chance to, like, do you want to clarify what you said? So he said in a very monotone voice, I'm fine with what I said. So he's not backing down. He is really ticked off.
0: The most – Unenjoyable experience. Imagine um, in any profession. Let's take ours. Sandra was interviewed for an article about radio, mm-hmm. and someone <laughs> asked her about the new show she's on, and she just was like, yeah, it's one of the most unenjoyable um, moments I've ever had. Like, yeah. how does that leave the rest of your teammates or Say the people you can't mentioning? move
1: laterally.
2: Yeah. Say like, cannot go laterally. This has the most unenjoyable experience I've had. Yeah.
0: Garrett I mean,
1: not moving laterally.
2: Listen, I don't think they move well laterally. Oh yes, no, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, they're not moving laterally. That's
1: a funny line. <laughs> it's
0: hysterical. Um, I don't know. You know, yeah. I, I just, he he's a lot of things there. He's the get off my lawn guy that's in his mid to late 70s, right? That that can't deal.
1: Well, with- I, I believe when you the older that you get, the less you care less- about what you say. Right. Great you're not putting up with anything. Your level of tolerance. And he's probably, he's like, I am having an absolute terrible, to- <laughs> terrible <laughs> time.
0: Like, let me just say this, if I'm the chancellor of St. John's or whoever it is that hired him, like, bro, you are so lucky that you were, you know, taken out of relative obscurity at Iona and have another big-time job where you're playing your games at Madison Square Garden. Right. We took a chance on a guy that scandals are next-level stuff, right? Right. And you got to go out and tell everybody how unenjoyable – Essentially, these kids have been because really, what you're saying is these kids are really you know, they I'm, can't I'm move laterally. Can't I think he's laterally. what he's trying to tell you is I mean, the movement
1: that is lateral is not happening. I gotta
0: so. tell you, uh, whatever the Italian expression is oh, you got some, uh, <laughs> you got some uh, cojones, right? Like you're he's
2: slow laterally,
0: you're, you're literally <laughs> that that is your angle. St. John's, right now, one of the first four out of the NCAA tournament. If you're wondering, I think Georgetown. Is got one win maybe in the Big East. They're horrendous. Um, but anyways, I, I just thought, man, you know, coaches and their arrogance, you know.
1: It never ceases to amaze. Yep. I'm telling you. And the you.
0: older they get, the more they want it to go. It's not going back to the way it was. The portal is here. The NIL is here. They're not going to put up with, you know. But he
1: was like that before this. I mean, the, being invincible, Pesty, he, yes. he has won. He has won the court of public opinion. He has won. He's landed a better job,
0: no doubt. He's Got fallen. I paid up. a lot of money.
1: Oh my God! But paid so much a lot money. of money to
0: be in that situation. Yeah. So, anyways, classic old school right there. Most unenjoyable of my career. When we come back, we're going to move
1: laterally. Is what we're going to. We
0: need. Yeah, we need to move laterally. We definitely need to. Um, why is Brock Bowers' stock falling, and why are the NFL teams are going to pass on him? Making an enormous mistake. We'll also talk about how many SEC teams are making the tournament. I know who's not making the tournament, unfortunately. I know there are nine teams that may make it in the SEC, but I know one who ain't. We'll talk about that. Some college sports. That's what we do on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
1: In honor of Blood Steakhouse.
0: On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 9-41, Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Stake Shapiro, Sandra Golden, thanks so much for being with us on a Tuesday on the number one sports talk radio station in the southeast. And uh, hoping you uh, had a nice President's Day. A lot of folks off yesterday. We were nice enough to get the whole day off as well. And a short work week, so uh, thanks for spending some time with us, nine o'clock hours brought to you advanced hair restoration, one day treatment, life-changing results, advancedhair.com. We'll get to college. Uh, we'll get to college football news coming up, including Brock Bowers' conversation. Braves officially first workout. right?
1: Full squad. Uh, it'll be Brian Snicker doing his State of the Union, probably happening at nine o'clock, about 40 minutes ago. And then let's go.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, I think for Braves fans, there's something I will tell you about losing the way they did the last two years to the Phillies. We hate them. Having the regular seasons that we had, they were awesome, way better than the World Series regular season. Um, but the vitriol, Sandra, would be so loud and so frustrated and so agitated if they had not won the World Series they had. And I try to explain oh, to sure. people, once you get a World Series, we're in a city where the Atlanta Falcons have been here for 60 years and they've been to two Super Bowls that ended horribly. The Atlanta Hawks have been here for 60 years almost. They haven't sniffed a final. I understand a few years ago the Bucks deal, but whatever. Like, you know. Bucks without Giannis was your best chance, and that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. And really, that was a fluke. It looks like more than anything. Like, you know, we we can't even imagine holding the Lombardi trophy or the NBA title, whatever it is. Like, that's all you ask for is just give us one. Let's just start with that. Just give us one. I'd argue it's why the vitriol around the Atlanta United of late is, is, is tame. Because of the dream years that we had with Joseph Martinez, because we won it all. Won it all yeah. And yeah. once you win it all, the benefit of the doubt is what happens with fans. So now what happens for the Braves, there is a level of of buy-in and grace you give them, even though you you lost two years in a row in just horrible fashion to the Phillies, right? You ain't kidding. Um but but like once you win a title recently All is like, okay, we're just going to enjoy the next five months. Like, we're going to enjoy the hell out of this lineup. We're going to enjoy the hell out of the new players that we have. We're going to enjoy the hell out of our rivalries with the Phillies and the Mets and the Dodgers, and now, you know, Arizona is a a factor. and Like, we're just going to enjoy it, and we're not talking or or caught up in how it ended, and, you know— The Hawks don't get that benefit of a doubt.
1: Yeah, I love the narrative with the Braves and the players saying it's World Series or bust. And it's if the fans, if you were to be true to yourself, that's how we feel too. We fully expect to be there. We should not be losing in Division Series. By the way, sidebar, did you see what the Phillies did inside their locker room? So they redid, like, the you know, painting of the walls as you're walking in their building and stuff. So along the wall, they chose to put up the series of pictures of Bryce Harper staring down Orlando Garcia from last year. Remember Orlando said in the locker room what of clubhouse course. wasn't supposed to, to add a boy. Do you yeah. remember that? Add a boy, Harper, yeah, after Harper. the stuff happened with um, Money Mike. So, yeah, that they're, the Braves yeah, are living in their mind, apparently. He gets so. doubled
0: up in game two, doubled off, Bryce Harper. That's in right. Game we were about to blow that game That's also. Right. Um, and and the, the, the lack of retaliation. Retribution, Moxie in that situation is
1: now.
0: so. Yeah, the the in the
1: locker room. I'll I'll tweet this out at Sports Sandra if you haven't seen it.
0: It's the ultimate punk move. He just runs right by Garcia, just like how do you like that? So,
1: but it's also why you asked him buy or sell. Should Bryce Harper get plunked or something by Chris Sale? I would like series. for him to. By the way, sidebar two. Chris Sale, I didn't know much about. You likely did, being at his up in Boston. He is like alpha male in that room already. Yeah. If you go back and, by the way, everything's on YouTube. You guys and Bally Sports on their Twitter is doing such a great job of just rolling. CJ Nikkowski yeah. is my new favorite guy uh, when that he's guy interviewing is. Tyler Matzik. And you learn what those, that necklace is around his neck and what it means. Yeah. Very funny. Not going to talk about it on the radio. But it's all just great, great content. Grant McCauley, our beat reporter from 92.9 The Game, is down there now. Follow him. He's coming out with daily news and notes. He's on the field right now. Yeah, there's so. just
0: such a buy-in of yeah. going to enjoy the five months of baseball. And, again, the Hawks and the Falcons, are you haven't earned your grace. You're 100% right. And, and, and you have to deliver. And you know the Braves are going to – listen, the Dodgers absolutely could be epic this year, Right. And for the next few years. God knows they spent enough on it. But, but like, we, we're just going to enjoy knowing that we are one of the five teams in baseball that most people think can win a World Absolutely. Series. And then it starts flowing and starts feeling good. Yeah. I love it. And that's what we're hoping for, for sure.
1: It's time to tailgate.
0: No, Where's tailgate? Taking a look around the world of college sports. This
1: is the tailgate on the Steakhouse.
0: Brought to you by all four seasons garage and entry doors. Big enough to serve, small enough to care. Sports Radio 92.9, The game.
1: Going back to November of last season, when the first of the NFL mock drafts come out, Brock Bowers was projected five. Mel Kuyper had him at five. Nick Bumgarner had him at Six. We started. I know you gave me the side eye the other day. I'm like, yeah, I didn't dream that. That actually is happening. Well, if you take a look at the mock drafts now, he is falling, or is he? CBS Sports, Tom Fornelli has him at 10, going to the Jets. Matt Miller of ESPN, 14 to the Saints. Shout out Todd Graffinini, who sent that to you and I a couple of weeks ago. The Colts getting him at 15, Seattle at 16, Bengals at 18. He's so the not more-
0: going to be there at 18. Can you imagine? At 16. I mean, did they watch Brock Bowers as a freshman was maybe their best player on their national title team? As a freshman? Have you watched this guy block? Do you understand that he is all about football? Like that's all he lives and breathes?
1: Saturday he- Down South is intimating that this could be a Kyle Pitts kind of trickle-down effect. Yeah, backlash, yeah. right? Of don't take a tight end so high. I don't care if he is a unicorn player, which y'all talked about with Kyle Pitts. Um, or is it that he was a little banged up, or is it just basically a need? I will be shocked if he's sitting there at 7 and the Titans don't take him, as he already said he wanted to go to the Titans. Do you think that's too far-fetched?
0: No, not at all. I think I think Brock Bowers is as close to a short thing as I've ever seen in the NFL draft. Right, I exactly. I think he is right. close. I just pulled, you know, I'm just r- grabbing random mock yep. drafts. Mm-hmm. I got him here at 5 going to the Chargers, um, you know, and then – uh, I, I think the Jets would be crazy to pass on him. Have Aaron Rodgers have a rookie tight end of his talent if the Jets are all in. But I, I, I understand they are saying, you know, tight end, you can't take him at that spot. They haven't watched Brock Bowers in college. He is, again, in in my humble opinion, where I get this microphone, as close to a short thing as I've seen, and you can't say that about any quarterback. How do I know that about the quarterbacks? Because 50% of the time, the top five drafted quarterbacks, one of them is going to be a total bust. So,
1: It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And we're talking about the SEC going to a nine-game schedule. So your Texas Athletic Director, Crystal Conti, was uh, talking to a town hall event in Austin over the weekend. And I don't know whether he let this slip, but he actually said it with quite the authority. We have eight-game schedule right now. We're working on going to a nine-game schedule, but we have a ways to go with that. I would say this year we have an eight-game schedule, then we'll look at going into a nine in 2026. Twenty twenty six.
0: You talk about the gauntlet, right? You talk about keeping up with the Joneses for those SEC programs to now know that you know the middling programs or right. uh, listen, just take the Arkansas or forget about the Vanderbilts of the world, right? Take Arkansas and I'd argue South Carolina, Mississippi. State. Like you get to add another SEC game that could be Georgia or Bama or Texas or Oklahoma or Florida, whatever. Just keep adding more LSU. God bless, man. That is the gauntlet, the SEC.
1: So good. And, and stack them up. Uh, real quick, I want to talk about Brian McClendon leaving Georgia to go be the receivers coach down at Tampa. And what a big hit this is. Rusty tomorrow. I can't wait to hear what he has to say about this. He was the, the lead recruiting dog in that building for sure and what he's able to do.
0: Kirby Smith trying to keep it all together, man. Trying to keep his kids there in the portal. Trying to keep his coaches um, from, from exiting. You know, I do think the head coaching job in college, if you're not at a top program, see Boston College, they lose their head coach to the NFL. But I don't know that assistants are as affected by the NLI and Portal. I just think for some guys, quality of life in the NFL just is probably better. And at some point, you got to scratch that itch of being in the league. And that's what Brian McClendon did in He this was case. making
1: 705000 at Georgia, so... Good for him, if that's what you want to do. I quickly want to get to this because this was kind of a cool story for you and I when we met Amir Abdul-Rahim, who was at Kennesaw State, and really was our bright spot when it came to the tournament. If you'll remember, y'all will remember he came in, and then soon enough after, he got recruited to go to South Florida to coach. Yeah, he
0: was uh, co-host a few times, and he's incredibly engaging.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, he, he told us in the break about the Cal job that they had reached out to him. He's like, I'm not going anywhere. And I was like, "Sandra, remember how he said he's not going anywhere? He's going not to Cal, but to." They
1: were fourteen and eighteen last year. The Bulls down in South Florida. They fired their coach, Inter in, Amir Abdur Rahim. They are on an eleven-game win Damn. streak. They are nineteen and five overall. They lead the uh, American Athletic Conference. They're twelve and one in conference Jeez, and Louise. absolutely. Um, I only. Kind mem- of- that's
0: That's that's. Memphis conference, right? I am telling
1: you. So, my friend J.P. Peterson from Tampa, which we have him on a lot. He was at the game on Saturday, standing room only, sold out, energetic. That was their 11th win in a row. So, you want to talk about does a a coach make a difference? 1,000%. 1,000%. I'm so happy for him.
0: That is uh, impressive, to say the least, right?
1: Yeah. So, do you want me to bring up Georgia and Georgia Tech? So, Georgia loses to Florida 88-82 on Saturday. They're at Vanderbilt tomorrow night. Georgia Tech actually won. They beat Syracuse a 65-60 Saturday. They will play. Uh, Clemson is coming to McCamish. They're 11-15 overall, 4-11 and in the ACC.
0: Georgia's lost six in a row.
1: Georgia's women were beating South Carolina at the half. I we know. do give them some love. Do you
0: know that there were 2-9 and nine in the league going yeah. into that game? Yeah. Georgia women, 2-9 and nine in the league, on the road, nationally televised on ABC and ESPN, nationally televised. I turn it on, I'm like, Georgia's up by nine in the third quarter.
1: 35-28 was the halftime score. They eventually lose to South Carolina, which is now 25-0. and By the way, you bring wow. up a
0: great point about what a coach can do. Brian, Brian Gregory is the guy he replaced. Remember Brian Gregory? who got pushed out before Josh Pastner, at and he Georgia got pushed Tech. out. Yeah, So, totally different deal at South we Florida. We should get
1: him on, because uh, yeah, so, he's just such a great, great it's
0: guy. 12-1 in the league. So,
1: by the way, Damn. don't get comfortable down in South Florida, in Tampa, when if he's able You're to totally turn that program right there. Uh,
0: hello, ACC. Hello, SEC. Yeah. And uh, Georgia, uh, the SEC, by the way, Joe Lennardi has nine teams in from the SEC. The Bulldogs, who have lost six in a row. They led Florida at halftime by six. They just got stomped in the second half. It has really been bad for Mike White. I mean, whatever positivity and, and roses we were tossing to him, that's all out the window. Georgia basketball, if they're paying those kids through the NIL, they ain't earning their keep, I'll tell you that much. When Pay we, them more. Yeah. You know, uh, really? I think maybe it's. They're going to be looking for work next year because that's what it is. It's, it's like a job. NBA All-Star Weekend, is it broken and does it need to be fixed? Also, the disrespect for Trey Young continues. Steak and Sandra, Sports Radio ninety nine.